0: You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 21. Are you losing your motivation? Maybe you should consider gamification. Say what now? Yep, you heard me. Gamification. Let's go. And welcome back to Motivating from the Six. This is a podcast that is intended to inspire you, to motivate you, to change your thinking, to have you upgrading your finances, upgrading your thoughts, upgrading your spirituality, Thank you so much for listening. My name is Jeff A.D. Martin of jeffadmartin.com. I appreciate all of you who have taken the time to listen, to subscribe, to click play, just to allow me to bless your homes, to bless your ears, to bless you while you're on that treadmill driving in your car, just taking some time out to relax, whatever it is. I want to thank you for allowing me to come into your life and just give you some nuggets uh, from time to time throughout your lifetime. So thank you so much for that. I just want to quickly stop for a moment before we go forward and just send a shout out and some crazy, crazy love to all the people who have suffered through the last number of storms. It's been a crazy few weeks. We've had people in Houston, people in Florida, and Florida Keys who have suffered through floodings and hurricanes, and also the people in the islands as well. Islands of Antigua, islands of Anguilla, Barbuda, and so on and, and and there's been just so much suffering so much loss when it comes to them losing their house and just everything just losing a number of things so i just want to share some love send some love to those people out there and let you know that we are thinking about you and i want to encourage you if you are in earshot i want to encourage you to go out and just do some research and see who is donating to some of these causes within your community for me if you want to check out my social media page brothers from the six i'm going to post something in regards to where you can donate to some of the people in the islands. They're looking for a number of different things from toiletries to ladies products, baby food, Uh, diapers, uh, you name it. You just got to go on to my website, or not website rather, but go on to my social media, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Instagram, Brothers From The Six, and I'm going to post there where if you are living in the Toronto area and you are able to donate to some of these islands and just help them to kind of get their footing uh, while they're suffering through the, the, um, the ramifications of what the storm has brought in, Hurricane Irma, then please go on there, see where you can donate, locations you you can donate and just give. Give what you can. Do what you can and just help these people to stand up because I always believe that there's going to be a time in your life where you may need help and it might not be in the same fashion. You might just need some advice. You might need some a spiritual uplifting. You might need a financial uplifting, whatever it is. It might not be the same, but the fact that you are putting yourself out there, you're opening your heart and you're giving to others in need, I guarantee it's going to come back around. It's going to come back around twofold. And there really is something to be said about when you give the feeling that you get from giving. It's actually greater than the persons who are receiving that product. So I'm going to encourage all of you just to reach out wherever you are in the world. If you can look into whatever it is in your community that's giving back to some of these causes, I'm going to encourage you to do so. And just let, let, let's help these people to get back on their feet. Let's help them to become who they used to be and And Allow them just to get back to a life that they used to have. So let's do that. Okay, so Let's be honest We are all human beings and the fact that we are human beings we have our ups and we have our downs in a lot of things in life And that includes as well Motivation see sometimes we are amped sometimes we are on fire and there is so much we can do when we're in that mind frame however all that goes up, as they say, must come down. And so there's gonna be times as well when you're not so motivated, when you're not inspired to do anything, when all you wanna do is sit on that couch and put your feet up and barely have the energy to click that remote to change channels. Like you are not inspired at all. And that's humans, that's who we are as human beings. Sometimes we're up and sometimes we're down. I do my best to always be up, but you know, the truth is all of us, even the most inspired person, the most motivated person has their downs so what is it that you do to keep yourself motivated what it is that what is it that you do to keep yourself inspired now all of us if you remember so long ago when you were a child there's certain games that you used to play for example if you were driving in a car and a car you're going pretty fast maybe it was a long trip you would be in the back seat of that car and you might have your hand out. And your hand, what it's doing in your imagination, you are cutting down everything in its path. So any street signs, any trees, whatever it is, you are knocking these things down with your hand. And please don't act like you never did this before. And I guarantee there's some adults who still do this today, right? Or something else that you might do, uh, or you did when you were a child, is that you use your two front fingers and you use them pretending that they were running. And that man that you were, that woman that you used on your fingers, they would be jumping from tree to tree. They'd be jumping on the street signs, whatever it is, but they would not be touching the ground, right? Do you guys remember these games? Now, this is what I'm talking about. When you were a child and you played these type of games, you, if you maybe didn't realize, you got to your destination quicker. Why? Because you were occupied by playing this game. So playing that game actually served two purposes you played the game so it was fun and secondly you didn't realize how difficult that task was and at the time the task would have been just driving or being a passenger in that car and remaining in that seat for how long your ride was but the fact that you're playing this game it caused you to not concentrate on the drive itself but actually the game that you were playing and that's what i'm talking about when they say gamification, it's actually taking the idea of a game and adding it to a task. Adding it to something that you have to do, that you need to do for yourself to better yourself. Again, we all lose motivation at some points in our lives when it comes to certain things. But how do we get back on? How do we start to re-motivate ourselves and get to the goal that we know we should be working towards? Well, the idea here is to combine playing games with the tasks that need to be done. And that's going to help you to stay on track. Now, gamification is playing games and giving you rewards for some of the tasks that you were doing. Like again, another game that you did when you were younger is you might have played a song and in the span of the song, you did something within that span. So you cleaned up your room in three minutes and 42 seconds, however long that song was, but you got it done. And when you got it done, you were happy. Your reward was being happy. And that's something that you did as a child. These are the things that we need to re-include in our lives now see as a child our imagination is huge we think and and beyond uh, belief when you're a child but as an adult We don't think that way. We need to start putting ourselves back in that mind frame. If we can have those little games and that fun that we used to have as a child and add them to the tasks that we're doing now, it's gonna allow you to get these tasks done quicker. It's going to allow you to have fun while you're doing these tasks. It's gonna release dopamine. And dopamine is that chemical that's in your brain that when it's released, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel happy. And so when you are able to complete goals it it adds that dopamine to you when you have these games and you have rewards at the end of these games, it releases dopamine. So it's a win-win. See, now you have to understand something. Gamification only works when it motivates you to do something, which is why it's good to have a basic understanding of where the motivation comes from and the elements that are needed for you to have motivation. You gain motivation when you're in charge. So let's consider somebody who's looking to lose weight. If someone made them go to the gym, they're not gonna do it. They're not gonna be inspired. Even if they did jump on a treadmill, they're not gonna be inspired. And as soon as they left there, if somebody was making them do it, they might go straight to the fast food joint and just throw down a milkshake, right? If you are in charge, if you say to yourself, I want to lose weight, then the fact that you are in charge of what you want to do there's a good chance you're going to stick through it a little bit further. Also, when you add value to what your motivation is, it makes you wanna go further as well. So again, using the example of wanting to lose weight, I wanna go to the gym and lose weight because I have children and I want to be there longer and be healthier for my children. If you're thinking that way and you're adding value to the goal that you're trying to achieve, then again, it's gonna have you stay motivated even longer. And then also, uh, a third uh, piece to this, is competence you have to have competence in what you're doing so if you go to the gym again using the same analogy if you go to the gym and the very first day you do one push-up but by the end of the week you can do five push-ups by the end of the month you can do 20 push-ups you've gained competence in understanding or being able to do the task of doing push-ups the fact that you are doing more than you did initially shows that you are getting better at it and again it's gonna allow you to stay motivated so if you add those three things, the autonomy, the value, and the competence of of the task that you're trying to do, you add that. and, And a lot of times gamification will bring that on. If you can add that to your motivation, it's going to allow you to continue to stay motivated even longer. Now, listen to these couple of ideas. These were gamification ideas that workplaces are doing to inspire employees to do certain things. Like number one, There's a certain place that has painted on a fly, a picture of a fly on a urinal. Right, And they've done this because we as men, we play games, right? We love to play games. And they say that the probability of a man walking to a urinal and seeing the fly, there's a good chance he's going to try to spray the fly, right? This is pretty comical if you ask me. But get this, they've done studies, they've done stats, and based on that, they find that it's 50 to 80% less spillage, when you uh, add a picture of a fly or something that men can use as target practice in urinals, right? So now that job, the, the, the place of work, the janitors have less spillage to clean up. So, this is a way a workplace has used gamification, right? Another thing that another place has used is that they made a staircase sound like a piano. And every time you stepped on it, it made a piano sound, the sound of a key. And so they said when they did that, I believe this was done in Sweden. When they did that, 60% or sorry, 66% percent more people took the stairs in the elevator so what does that mean for a job who pays out in health benefits who pays for sick leave and things of that nature when you have healthy employees it means you don't pay for those other things at least you pay less of it so if you have employees taking the staircase because it's fun because I get to step on it and make a song you know through the keys sound through the, the piano sound It allows that employee to get a little bit more exercise right a little bit more exercise means that they don't have to use as much of the health insurance or health benefits that they may be paying into and then the job itself gets to cut down on paying that it's a win-win as far as I see it kind of along the same fashion another idea that I researched that I heard that some jobs are doing if you have a business let's say and you have a number of employees you find a local gym And you say to the local gym, we want to have a plan. We want to put a plan together to have our employees attending the gym. You tell the employees, listen, if you can go to the gym, say, 80 times in the year from start to finish, next year, we will pay your gym membership for you. And again, in the studies that I have seen, that has worked so well because this workplace, because they're paying for the gym membership, it's a lot cheaper for them to pay for that membership than it is to pay for the health benefits um, or pay out in the health benefits that they have been paying out in. So now you have healthier employees, the employer's happy, the employer is happy because they're paying less in health benefits the employee is happy because they're getting a free gym membership and everybody wins it's a bit of a game that's being played but again everybody wins and another thing that i heard in regards to workplaces some places are putting in the treadmill office desks so when you're working at your desk you are able to get your steps in as I said, they say 10,000 steps is what you should be doing every single day to stay healthy. When you have this treadmill, obviously you're not going to be blowing on it like, you know, going the crazy speeds, but you put it at a very low speed and that employee can work, they can type, they can do what they have to do in a regular office setting, but now they have a treadmill that they can slowly walk on and they can get into 10,000 steps, whatever they want to get in in that day by just standing there or just walking slowly at their desk. So their work is being done and they're getting into exercise. Again, it's a game that's being played. It's a win-win all because the employer gets an opportunity to, they're still getting the work done by the employees, but they're also not paying as much into the health uh, issues because the employees are healthier. So again, it's a win for the employer and it's a win for the employee because they added gamification to a part of their working process. See, there are a number of ideas that you and I and everyday people can use when it comes to gamification. And I'm talking about trying to achieve your goals, doing the tasks that you need to do that's just you know something that's important to you or whatever it is, tying it into something to allow it to either become a game, to become a little bit more fun. Like for example, someone that I read about said every time they close their laptop for the evening, they always decided they were going to floss their teeth. And so it became like an automatic thing. They call that habit stacking. When you're doing one thing, you automatically do the other. So this person, for example, they close their laptop and they automatically floss their teeth. Now, flossing is very important for your hygiene. It keeps you healthy. The dentists tell you, make sure you floss every single day, and I can tell you, a lot of us don't floss every single day. This task, for example, allowed this person to, as soon as they finished working, to go and floss their teeth. See, there's another idea as well, and it's called temptation bundling. And what that is, is putting two things together. Again, something that you may not like and something that you have to do. So an example that I read about is somebody who listens to audiobooks at the gym they were listening to like a trilogy of books like a Hunger Games or like Harry Potter type thing and they really got caught up in these books. However, they would not allow themselves to listen to the book unless they were at the gym. So they're so caught up with listening to these books that they went to the gym every single day just because they know I wanted to listen to these books. Like I wanted to get to the end and hear what's going on with the next chapter and with the next book and so on. And so because they put these together, again, temptation bundling, so something that. they didn't really care to do, but something that they loved to do, so going to the gym was something they didn't really care to do, but listening to these audiobooks was something they loved. They put them together, and they would not allow themselves to listen to any audiobooks unless they were at the gym. Now, if you have kids, one of the things that's so easy to do when it comes to trying to get your kids to eat the vegetables is maybe consider cutting it into shapes, like this has been going back from time, right? Putting these vegetables into shapes, it makes it a little bit more fun for the kids. It's a win-win. The kids get to eat their vegetables and they get to play with it at the same time. Again, gamification, adding a fun portion to something that needs to be done, a task that needs to be done. These kids may not necessarily eat their vegetables on a regular basis, but if you can shape it into um, a bear, I don't know, any type of animal for that case, you are able to perhaps get them to eat their vegetables. Now I heard one story that was pretty comical. I was listening to the Freakonomics audiobook and the story that I heard was there's this man who had to cut out dairy out of his out of his diet. And it's something that his doctor said he had to do. And so he did a good job in doing so, but he needed some type of motivation because he just loved dairy. So what he said to his girlfriend was, you know, you love Oprah Winfrey, right? And she was a huge Oprah Winfrey fan, a fan. And he was like, I can't stand Oprah Winfrey. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to write a check for $750 and I'm going to give it to a friend of mine. And if I drink any milk for the next year, then you and I get to call this friend and tell this friend to mail that check to Ope for Winfrey. Again, he did this because he wasn't a fan of Oprah Winfrey, and the way he saw it was he didn't want his money going to her. And so Because he didn't want his money going to her, he thought this is a way to kind of keep myself from doing what I had to do. So it's funny because as he was going along his path throughout the year, he totally stopped eating, drinking dairy, like he stopped it all together. Now there was one time as the story goes that he and his wife went to a restaurant and he said without even thinking like subconsciously, he opened a milk package poured it into his coffee and put it to his head and his wife was like whoa you just drank milk and i think he was like eight to nine months in and he was so devastated and so he sent a message to his friend and said listen i just drank like half a uh one of those little milk packets of milk i put it in my my coffee and i drank it so i guess you have to send that check off to oprah now you know as the story goes his friend was like you know what I can forgive you for that that was very little and it was subconsciously done so what he did with a $750 check he wrote a letter to Oprah and he mailed the check with the letter and in the letter he outlined everything that he had to stay away from dairy and that he chose to use a path of um, writing a, a writing a check to Oprah and and he talked about how you know he was good the whole time and he accidentally subconsciously poured the milk into his coffee he drank it and so what he said was listen in the end it's going to be up to you if you wanna cash this check or not, so apparently as the story goes, the check has never been cashed, Oprah has never cashed a check, but again, he kind of used a bit of a game, gamification, to stop himself from doing something. He was no longer supposed to drink dairy, and so he used the game of sending a check to Oprah. I mean, I don't know if that's a game that you wanna play, but again, it's something he used to motivate himself. If he didn't put that in place, would he have drank milk earlier? Perhaps, I don't know how how strong his willpower is. However, this is something that this gentleman used and it worked for him, for the most part. Another person that uses gamification quite often is tennis star Venus Williams. I heard her say in an interview once that she always travels first class, business class. And whenever she loses a match, she doesn't travel first class anymore. She travels with everybody else in those tight seats. So, you know, I'm hoping one day that I can run into Venus on a plane. But, you know, she doesn't reward herself, so to speak, because she loses these matches. And so it's a bit of a game that she plays with herself. If you are able to win the match, if you're able to win the big game, then you deserve sitting in first class. You deserve the first class treatment. If you don't, then you got to sit with everybody else. Again, it's a personal game for her, but it's something that works for her to kind of helps her to motivate herself to win and motivates herself to keep pushing, to keep going in the tasks that she's looking to attain. So I did some research and here are a few things that I came up with that I was able to find online. Some of the games that you might be able to play to kind of help you to motivate you going forward. Some of them may work for you, some of them won't, and some of them may not necessarily work in the realm that I'm talking about here, but they may work for you somewhere else. As I mentioned before, when you're a child, when you were cleaning, when you're doing something, you might have had music on and you had a task that you wanted to finish Uh, before that song was done so consider doing that now yeah you're grown you're you're an adult or you might be a teen I don't know who you are who's listening uh, but I appreciate you but what I'm saying is that you can use that song if that song is four minutes long you have four minutes to finish that task to finish whatever it is that you want to do my nephew for example has a toothbrush and he turns it on and a song plays and he brushes his teeth and at the end of the song, that's the only time he takes his toothbrush out of his mouth. Until then, he keeps brushing. So it's a game that's being played. You brush your teeth for as long as the song goes. It's the same idea. Turn a song on. Get your favorite song. You blast it in your house. And if you got to clean a room, if you got to clean that kitchen, then you clean it in the time frame of that song. There's another game called the tree game. If you're jogging outside, like if you're a jogger who likes to run outside and you see a tree that's like uh, four or five houses away, then you sprint as fast as you can to that tree. Like, that's an idea, right? Something you can do. It's gonna to add to your endurance, it's gonna to add to your health, and it's gonna change up your normal, just average going out to jog, right? Another idea in terms of running as well, what you maybe wanna consider is if you have music that you're playing, you wait for a certain word to be said in the song, right? Or a certain letter to be said. And as soon as you hear that word, as soon as you hear that letter, it's so spontaneous because you don't know when it's coming. As soon as you hear it, boom, you just take off. You take off sprinting for the next 50 meters or whatever it is and then you slow down and when you hear that word or that letter again in that song boom you take off again again it adds that spontaneity adds that that element that's going to take away from the regular mundane of just going out for a jog and just you know the regular routine it's going to add that certain element that's going to kind of give you that game side of things and it's going to give you that reward system it's going to pour those dopamines within you and just make you feel good about what you're doing there's another little game that you can play at the supermarket and it's going to help you to buy more healthier foods so consider that every time you pick up something that's healthy you gain two points every time you pick up something that's unhealthy you lose two points and at the end you see how many points you have and if you end up with I don't know, for argument's sake, 10 points. The next time you go to the grocery store and you do grocery shopping, you try to beat that 10 points. You try to get less, 12 points, or, or whatever it is that's gonna mean you have more healthy than unhealthy in your cart. But whatever it is, you try to beat it so it's going to help to change the way you're eating. Now, in terms of your health, getting yourself healthy, there's a couple of games that I had heard about. One of them is running up the stairs. Every time you come to a set of stairs, no matter where you are, if you're in your home, if you are on the subway, if you are at work, every time you come into a set of stairs, you run them, run them, just do it, just run them, right? Again, it adds that element of obviously spontaneity because you may not necessarily know the stairs is coming, you turn the corner, oh, there's stairs, I gotta go. And it's again, it's going to add to your health. It's going to make you healthier because you're 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 pushing your heart. You're giving it that that aerobic exercise. If you know what I'm saying, so that might be something that you might be able to add to your workout or to your daily living. Another thing is the desk workout. Somebody had talked about so. Try playing a game while you're at your desk. Some of us spend a lot of time at our desk, typing away all day, eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, whatever it is that you're working. Try in the time that you're typing, maybe for a paragraph, you keep your feet off the ground, right? It's that simple, right? Keeping your feet off the ground is gonna help you to to tighten your core or you do squats in the bathroom. I read about someone doing squats in the bathroom, trying to do as many squats as he could in the bathroom before someone came around the corner and caught him and thought he was a a total weirdo, right? But at least he was getting a, a, a lot of squats in and he was squeezing them out, doing as many as he could. It was a bit of a game. Like how much can I do before somebody walks in? It's a game. Again, it adds an element of fun and he's getting his workout in, right? Again at the desk, can you do calf raises while your boss is yelling at you? You know what I mean? Or your boss is going off in a tangent, okay, how many calf raises can I do while my boss is going bananas, right? Like These are things again that you're able to add to your day that you won't normally do. And so it adds a bit of a game to it so it makes it fun and it gets your health kicking, gets your health moving. And another game I heard about when it comes to your fitness, when you're at the gym, it's the follow game. And it's a little creepy if you ask me. I think it could also be called the, uh, it's called the shadow spy game rather, but I think it could be called this, the creepy stalker game as well, right? When somebody is working out and they're going from workout equipment to workout equipment and you follow them, right? Now don't get yourself in trouble and don't get yourself beat up, right? But you follow behind them. So when they finish with one piece of equipment, then you go on that same equipment, right? And your mind you say to yourself i can top you and if they were able to lift 20 you lift 25 and you do the same reps or you do a bunch of reps and you kind of take an eye or, or keep looking to see where they are and when you finish that exercise and they go to the next machine and finish that one, then you go to the same machine that they were just at. And again, you top them. If they did 40, you do 41. And you know, again, it's a bit of a game, obviously. Again, let's not get ourselves beat up over this, right? Nobody wants to be followed in a gym. But if you do it discreetly, again, it's my point that you are able to do something that's gonna add a bit of a game element to your life. It's gonna be fun. And also, you're getting your workout and you're doing something that's that's going to benefit you. Like some, some, some months ago, that Pokemon game was huge, right? And reading online, a lot of people actually use that for their health and, and getting tasks done. So they were out there walking around looking for Pokemon when usually they'd be staying at home doing nothing but they were out walking around looking for Pokemon or if they had certain tasks that they had to do they had to get out and do some banking or do some grocery shopping or whatever rather than sitting at home and saying "Ah, I'll do it tomorrow and never really getting to it they would take out their Pokemon game and go there specifically to do the tasks, to do their banking and to find Pokemon at the same time right again combining the whole idea of playing a game and doing the tasks, whatever they had to do, putting them together to enhance it, to allow it just to be better, to be more fun, to get things done, to motivate you, to inspire you, to continue to do the things that you have to do. Now, lastly, there's a bunch of apps as well that are designed to do these things for you as well. Now, I quickly looked up some of them, I have never played any of them, I haven't adapted any of these to my own life, and some of them actually look pretty interesting, but there's a few apps out there that kind of do these things that I'm talking about. There's one called Habit RPG, and apparently what this is is that you add in some of the tasks that you want to do for the day, and every time you finish a task, it allows you to gain points, you gain gold bars or something like that in the game, and you're able to use these things to do different things within the game so it kind of combines again the tasks that you have to do with this game and allows you to be a little bit more proficient in terms of getting them done quicker there's another one called zombie run and this one I've heard about is pretty popular so when you're on the treadmill or when you're outside you turn on this app on your phone and you're actually running from zombies so the run that you're doing in real life is replicated on this game and you know, The faster you run in real life is the faster, I guess, you're the person on the game will run and they're running away from zombies, right? So you'll see zombies trying to get you and you are running from them. So people in real life might think you're crazy. But that's okay. You're getting your exercise in. You're combining gaming with getting your exercise in. And another one that I heard about is called Epic Win. And this one here, again, it allows you to put in the things that you want to do, like some of the tasks that you want to get done. I got to take my medication every day. I got to take my multivitamin every day, but I forget all the time. When you add these things into the game, as you get these things done and you add them and saying, yep, I did this, I did this, it again allows you to get certain things. It allows you to level up and out allows you to get certain skills within the game. It allows you to open different worlds, so to speak, in the game. And it just it allows you to play the game. It allows you to have fun playing the game while getting the things done that you need to get done. And that's it, guys. So when you're looking to motivate yourself, when you are starting to lose motivation in terms of the stuff you need to do or you're not finding the time and the energy to do some of the tasks that you know you have to do, try adding a game to it, making it fun. All right, good people, listen up. See, the whole point of adding gaming, the whole point of gamifying the things that you have to do is to keep you motivated. The number one thing you have to do is stay motivated. There's often times that we can be motivated because of other things in our lives. There's other times in our life when we lose it. We lose that push for whatever reason, but it's important for you to stay on top. It's important for you to stay on top of your goals, stay on top of your tasks. It's gonna make you a better person. It's gonna create the person that you you want to be, but you have to stay motivated. So whatever it is, so whether it might be a game or whether it be just you pushing yourself, you have to stay motivated. Staying motivated, staying inspired is going to better who you are as an individual. It's gonna better the people around you. It's gonna better the world around you. It's gonna enhance everything around you. You have to, whatever it takes. If it's gaming or if it's just pushing yourself, whatever it is, you have to stay motivated. All right, good people. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you at the top of the next episode. Peace.